Get ready, get ready for this piping hot tea. Get ready, get ready for a tea time and filter with your girl loving tea. Spilling all this hot tea on this podcast street. So get ready, get ready for this piping hot tea. One tea time and filter with your girl loving tea. Hey you guys, welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered, and sorry, I am under the weather. I have been sick since Monday, so I've literally been in bed. I cannot believe today is Thursday, but um, I had to come on here and talk about this situation, because I, I ran across this article while in bed, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is everything I've been saying. Now people are starting to catch on to what I was saying months ago. So if you guys remember... Back on December 17th, I had did a post on um, my podcast, and it was called TikTok's National School Shooting Day, Prompt Schools Around the U.S. to Increase Security. And in that podcast, I was pissed. I was livid. Um, This was before my youngest son got his license. I was driving him to school at the time, and we pull up to the school. There's police cars out there. Um, the night before, they had sent a message saying there'd be extra security because a challenge had spread around TikTok about, you know, go to school and start shooting. There had also been previous challenges before that, like slap a teacher day, slap a cop day, um, destroy your school bathroom. And the sad thing is a lot of these challenges were being a lot of these challenges were being done and not only my son's school, but many schools across the country. There's a new TikTok trend to tell you about that parents really need to see. While the trend is reckless, it hasn't stopped students from taking part. At schools all around the U.S., students are vandalizing school bathrooms. In central Texas, they're pulling soap dispensers off the walls, stealing toilet paper, throwing trash on the floor, and in some cases, destroying plumbing. A spokesperson for Austin ISD says while there are no cameras in the bathrooms, videos posted on TikTok have made it easier to find the students who are responsible. Austin ISD says it's important that parents talk to their kids about taking care of school property. Many schools across Texas have reported similar cases, including Leander and Round Rock ISD. Um, he sent me video of some of the destruction that went on in the boys' bathroom where these kids were taking sledgehammers to the bathroom sink. They were breaking toilets. It was insane. These challenges made me sick to my stomach because I was raised in a generation where even if you didn't like going to school, you still respect you still respected the school grounds. You didn't go out your way to destroy school property, computers, bathrooms, sinks, things like that. And so I got to thinking, like, this is not normal. Why is it that these these challenges tend to spread, I mean, like wildfire all over TikTok? Why is it that they're not able to, as soon as they see these challenges going viral, take them down, ban these, you know, ban these accounts that are spreading these challenges? It seems like when it comes to destroying the youth of America, these challenges are free to spread, But then what I would notice when I talk to people who live in China. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. China or who deal heavily in Chinese apps, when I would ask them, when you guys go on y'all's TikTok, do you guys have these type of challenges? Are these type of challenges being fed to y'all's youth? And unequivocally, Every last person said no. When you go on the Chinese app, ByteDance, or the, or the Chinese version of TikTok, they're teaching kids about math and science and things like that. Their app looks nothing like our app. This latest incident, not the only case that has surfaced from the TikTok challenge. Last July, Texas eight-year-old Lalani Walton was also found dead from recreating the short video. And in Pennsylvania, a 10-year-old girl died last December after attempting that very same TikTok challenge. I think so much of this is talking to kids, especially young kids, about the transition from the virtual world to reality. That basically what they see online, just like cartoons or movies, may not actually be real. But for the Arroyos, their plan? To continue to live their lives honoring their daughter. So back in December 17, 2021, I had came to the conclusion that this was way deeper and way scarier than any of us as parents could even imagine. So I want to go ahead and play you guys a flashback to what I said back then. Go ahead and check this out. So this was back in the summer of 2020 where Donald Trump tried to ban TikTok. Well, once good old Joe Biden got into office, he basically rescinded that. He withdrew Trump's executive order seeking to ban TikTok. And so now people what people don't realize TikTok is still owned by the Chinese. I think a lot of people feel like we own TikTok now because of the whole Donald Trump thing. But what folks don't realize is that Joe Biden, you know, he he rescinded it. So we don't own TikTok. It's still owned by the Chinese. Right. So follow me here. The Chinese own TikTok. And. More and more challenges are causing chaos in the school system where schools are having to be shut down. Teachers are being slapped. All these seeds are being planted to these children. Could it be possible that a lot of these challenges are started by Chinese AI? That there is somebody in the Chinese government programming these challenges for American children? Because like I always tell y'all, the war will not be waged, okay, on the ground. This isn't the fucking 50s. We're not going to be throwing grenades and, and shooting and all that stuff. The new war will be fought in cyberspace. And what better way to ruin a generation of children than to dumb them down with stupid challenges, get them felonies, get them arrested, because that's less of the population to go against China and these superpowers that want to take over the world. G.I. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> you know, maybe I'm reaching. I'll, I'll own that. Maybe I'm reaching. But if you really understand where I'm coming from, you kind of can see the blueprint. Because these challenges are very, very disturbing. And you notice they never go viral in China. They never go viral, you know, in the UK or overseas. These challenges always randomly start in America. Nobody knows who's starting these challenges. But somehow they get pushed through the algorithm. 
And these kids hop on it and they think this is the best thing since sliced bread, but nobody's really thinking, where did this challenge come from? Who started this challenge? If they can delete black TikTokers for spitting knowledge and talking about slavery and, you know, talking real shit because they don't like that on their app. It's very interesting how somehow these challenges spread and they're not able to control them or delete them. I believe that a lot of this stuff is being done on purpose and it's being done to affect the minds of the youth, especially here in America. And it's very, very frightening. So you guys just saw um, what I had to say back in December. And what is so interesting is that as of yesterday, it looks like the news, honey, they've definitely been sipping tea. So now what's very interesting is that not only the Washington Times, but many other outlets have posted um, a new interview that was done by 60 Minutes. And basically 60 Minutes went on to investigate. And this video is going viral all over Twitter and they wrote this. They says, it's almost like the Chinese company ByteDance recognizes that technology's influencing kids' development. And they made their domestic version a spinach TikTok while they shipped the opium version to the rest of the world. So this is a very, very interesting um, revelation that they've come up with. But like I said, I have been suspecting this since over a year ago. But I want you guys to go ahead and watch this video really quick. Today's show sponsor is Chime. So what's the first thing you do when you wake up? Is it checking your credit score? <laughs> I doubt it. At Chime, that's exactly what they do. With their secure Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start building your credit with your very own money. Chime reports your payments to the credit bureaus to help you build your credit over time. Their members have seen an increase of 30 points on average. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. So if you want to start your credit journey with Chime, sign up takes only two minutes and it does not affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com forward slash sip slow. Once again, that's Chime.com forward slash sip slow. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Stride Bank N.A. pursuant to a license from Visa USA. Chime checking account and $200 qualification direct deposit required to apply for a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact of score may vary and some users' scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply, except at MoneyPass ATMs in 7-Elevens or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. It's owned by a Chinese company called ByteDance, and Harris says the version that's served to Chinese consumers, called Douyin, is very different from the one available in the West. In their version of TikTok, if you're under 14 years old, they show you science experiments you can do at home, museum exhibits, patriotism videos, and educational videos. And they also limit it to only 40 minutes per day. Now, they don't ship that version of TikTok to the rest of the world. So it's almost like they recognize that technology is influencing kids' development, and they make their domestic version a spinach version of TikTok, while they ship the opium version to the rest of the world. The version served to the West has kids hooked for hours at a time. The impact, Harris says, is predictable. There's a survey of preteens in the U.S. and China asking what is the most aspirational career that you want to have. 
and the U.S., the number one was influencer. Social media influencer. And in China, the number one was astronaut. Again, you allow those two societies to play out for a few generations, I can tell you what your world is going to look like. TikTok tells us it gives American users tools to limit screen time, but those tools are entirely voluntary. All right, so you guys just saw that video, and it's very interesting. You know, like I always tell y'all, the war... The, the modern-day warfare is not going to necessarily be fought on the ground. I mean, yes, we do have the war going on in Ukraine, but the main war is going to be fought through technology. It's going to be fought through hacking. It's going to be fought through changing the minds of the children. Um, hence why even in China, they've gone out their way to ban things like K-pop. Anything that they feel is very effeminate, towards their men, they've banned that. They only want masculine imagery, masculine music, masculine people in front of their children. The fact that their apps are so different lets you know that they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing when they own an app called TikTok and they go out their way to push challenges like slap a cop day, slap a teacher day, destroy your, destroy your school, school shooting day. They know what they're doing. They're trying to wreck chaos. They're trying to wreck havoc. And I think many parents need to be aware of this as well. You need to understand that when you allow your children onto apps like TikTok and Snapchat, that, you know, you can't protect your kids from everything, right? So they're going to be inundated with a lot of stuff. And so, especially when you have young kids, you're going to have to limit their screen time. You can't just give them a cell phone or iPad and expect that instrument to be their babysitter. You have a lot of social media companies that are also not being called out because they are literally going out their way to amplify the anger of Americans for nothing more than profit. You have a lot of these companies that go out their way to sit and do clickbait titles. Everything is very divisive, right versus left, left versus right, Democrat versus Republican, and vice versa. So a lot of these social media companies are in on this, but I think it's sad because the most vulnerable population are the children. With midterm elections in just two days, America is in a very angry moment. Republicans attack Democrats, and Democrats return fire. Social media is a showcase of our anger. An analysis by the New York Times this fall found that online use of the phrase civil war has exploded. Now, leading voices in academia and tech are saying that rather than simply reflecting the polarization in society, platforms like Facebook and Twitter are helping to create it. 60 Minutes first met Tristan Harris in 2017. The co-founder of the Center for Humane Technology argued that social media platforms were addicting us to maximize profit. Now, he's warning, they are generating billions by making us angry. The more moral outrageous language you use, the more inflammatory language, contemptuous language, the more indignation you use, the more it will get shared. So we are being rewarded for being division entrepreneurs. <laughs> The better you are at innovating a new way to be divisive, we will pay you in more likes, followers, and retweets. In so his again, 2020 documentary, like The Social Dilemma, Tristan Harris made the case that social media platforms have hijacked our attention. Now he cites a new study of Twitter showing that attacking political opponents is almost guaranteed to draw attention. 
Each individual term referring to your political outgroup increased the odds of that post being retweeted or reshared by 67%. Your yeah. outgroup being outgroup your, your being opponents, people your on opponents, the other side. The other side, yeah, exactly. These platforms, are they not just reflecting who we are and what we think and the divisions that are already there? Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. They're supercharging a hundred or a thousand times to one the worst parts of ourselves. Here's an example from the day the Department of Justice released a photo showing classified documents in former President Donald Trump's Florida home. A tweet highlighting a straight news story on the subject received about 2,000 likes. But a tweet from a Republican congresswoman calling Trump's opponents dumbasses was liked 10 times as much. And a tweet from the left labeling Donald Trump a traitor was liked 20 times more. The straight news story, you know, got retweeted a couple of times. Right. The angry stories, exponentially more tweets. Exactly. Exactly. And, Harris says, anger skews the political landscape. Why is it that the world knows more about Marjorie Taylor Greene than they know about all the other hundreds of congressional candidates? It's because the enraging, inflammatory stuff goes the most viral. We are tribal creatures who love to do us versus them, and we're now learning to coexist with a technology that tries to force that down our throat, that tries to make us angry all the time. Jonathan Haidt is a social psychologist and professor at NYU's Stern School of Business. In studying social media platforms' drive to keep us glued to our devices and to their ads, he traces our current troubles to the invention of the like, share, and retweet features a decade ago. These changes in the technology that made everything much more viral and explosive It's as though it gave everybody a dart gun. It's like it gave everybody the ability to complain, attack, criticize anyone at any time in a very short space with no need for evidence, no accountability. Haidt says the people most likely to fire their social media dart guns are those on the far right and the far left. What percentage of the population are they? It's about 7 or 8% on each side. That's it? Yeah, that's right. So the extremes have been handed the power to dominate, even though they are fewer in number. That's right. Exactly. The moderate majority, Height says, is either exhausted or intimidated. It's what I call structural stupidity. That is, you have very smart people, highly educated, highly intelligent, but you put them in a situation in which dissent is punished severely, and what happens? They go silent. And these apps are definitely shaping the way in which children view the world and the way in which they learn. And if they're being fed things like disturbing low vibrational challenges and they're being made to feel like, you know, this is cool and, you know, this is what we should be doing. Meanwhile, kids in China are being taught ABCs and mathematics and science. It says a lot. So 
I don't think there's anything wrong with using the apps, but as a parent, you do have to monitor what your kids are watching, how long they are using these apps for, and also get them in front of TikTokers that are showing them something positive. You know, TikTokers that are teaching math and science and things like that, and not just influencers, not just people putting on makeup and doing hair and, you know, putting on a bunch of filters. Have them watch people who are also teaching them things of substance because there's a war going on out here, and it's not a war with guns and grenades. It's a war for your mind, your body, and your soul, and people need to be aware of that. So I'm not going to make this podcast too long because, like I said, I'm under the weather, but I thought this article and this video was very interesting because this hit on everything I had suspected back in December But, you know, people kind of dismissed it as me just being crazy and reaching. But now we're seeing the mainstream media is looking into what I was saying way back then, that this is a lot deeper and a lot scarier than we could even imagine. So you definitely got to stay on top of your kids, especially if they're under the age of 10. That is the most influential part of their development. So you got to know what they're watching. you got to know what they're being fed. And you have to monitor and limit that screen time. So on that note, you guys, take care. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good day. Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.